numbers are that we um, created an ebook, but we didn't just create an ebook. And then when I say we, oh, by the way, this is the Church Mag podcast. Welcome to it. I am Eric Dye, along with Jeremy Smith. We are professionals. Oh, oh, so much so. Phil Schneider, a.k.a. Batman. I'm a mercenary for justice. And the uh, co-founder of Church Mag Press, Casey Proctor. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Except that song <laughs> over and over again. What was I saying? Oh, right. So we we created an ebook, And when I say we, I don't mean me because somehow... I didn't make the cut. I don't know. Several different authors put together an awesome social media handbook for churches. Uh, who are all the, who are all the different authors, Casey? So all of our different authors that we've got uh, involved in this awesome project. Um, because <laughs> I'm going to make sure I mention them all. We've got, uh, of course, Jeremy Smith and Phil Schneider. We've also got um, Chris Wilson and Rachel. Is it Blum? Is that how you say her last name? Bloom. I think it's Bloom. Bloom. Rachel Bloom. I'm sorry, Rachel. We love you. Yeah, we do. We we don't say your name out loud. We just read it. Right. We just read it all the time. And it could. She actually could pronounce it Rochelle Arlino. Um. So yeah. So those are the uh the five we've got writing for this ebook, and uh it's just been great. They've been super patient uh, as we figure this out because we're really. It feels like we're building the roller coaster while we're riding it. Um, which would be a really dangerous attraction at Disneyland, now that I think about it. I hope Phil's wearing his seatbelt. Oh, right. yeah. Actually, I should probably put mine on since I'm in the car anyway. Um, Clearly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're working collaboratively, and what we wanted to do is uh, create an ebook that uh, is that next level up for churches. Uh, you know, a lot of churches today have some level of savvy or at least someone on staff who has some some savvy when it comes to social media they know and pretty much everyone knows how to log into facebook how to open twitter you know what a tweet is so this is not your entry level vince lombardi this is a football version of uh, of social media this is that next level up talking about strategy which is really important to point out because the, the entire project was managed in asana and jeremy answered that right out of the get-go he's like okay who's this ebook for <laughs> yep that's right because he jeremy gets right to the point now before we go too far let's just also be clear that everything that has to do with level up and podcasts is my thing so let's not steal that <laughs> <laughs> Licensed from Jeremy Smith. <laughs> Are you sure you coined the term level up, Jeremy? Are you really for sure about this? I, I didn't say I coined it. I don't have the copyright. I just said it's my thing. You're, you're a thing. Yes. Just like pushback. Yes. Pushback, level up. No, duly noted. And, I, and I wouldn't say that that was like me being a genius by asking that question. It's more like give me direction, help me out here. I need I need structure. Just just so you know, Jeremy, I'm going to edit out all the part about you talking about <laughs> owning level up and your podcast and everything like that. I'm just gonna just <laughs> edit that out. Oh. No, that's my attempt to be funny. So Phil, what and yes, it was it was a good attempt. Phil <laughs> Not really, but wow. it just—I feel obligated oh, to say that. <laughs> Phil, what uh, what did you write for this ebook? Because anyone that knows you knows that you are like the world's most awesome Spanish teacher, and then you are also on staff as a pastor and uh, keep an eye on all the tech stuff and and whatnot. So, 
What did you contribute to this ebook? Well, first of all, uh, I've kicked Spanish to the curb. When did you do that? Uh, two weeks ago. I am this fall going to be teaching geography. So, so don't be surprised, Mister Die, if you get requests for a Skype call to talk to my kids about Italy later on uh, in the year. So that would be awesome, Phil. And you know, because you're moving from Spanish to geography, I guess you could say you've really loved. Uh, uh, sorry, Jeremy. You, you've really gone to the next level. <laughs> I really have. Rather than rather than focusing on you know a paltry twenty three countries in the world, I'm getting a whole you know 195. So doing quite well. Well, I, I when I wrote um, when I looked back at what I wrote compared to what everybody else was writing, I, I realized I was kind of taking a lot of the theoretical and strategic uh, positions. It's what you do. Well, it's kind of what, it's kind of what I do. I, I like to think about uh, – Jeremy's question, my audience, was a fantastic question. And I was – if he didn't ask it, I was probably going to because that's kind of wh- where we are at our church. We are starting a lot of things. You know, since I'm part-time, we're not getting our full weight behind our social media stuff, but we're moving more towards, okay, what's the best – way for us to move forward what's the best things for us to share how do we share them when do we share them what, what, what are we what's our goal here are we sharing things that will only benefit christians or are we going to share things that christians can share with non-christians so that's kind of how i how i approached what i wrote was uh answering those those questions the kind of the question behind the question and the, the main question is how do i use social media well the question behind that is what do you want to use it for and and, and that right it, it, because that that's that's the thing about social media and and the church and this kind of thing is when you initially bring it up people almost it feels like they mock it like oh right you need help using facebook man i use facebook every day like what do you need help doing that but when you go to actually use it for your church yeah. you suddenly realize yeah oh dude what do i do why am I doing this? It, it, it does open up a, a huge box of questions, which you so amazingly tackle. Yeah, I kind of had a moment for myself. I'm like, okay, I've used Facebook before. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. I'm, I've used Facebook for pictures of my daughter, uh, sharing my own blog posts, and you know, going on many rants about uh, Ben Affleck being chosen as Batman. Uh, I don't think I've actually used uh, Facebook uh for the purpose of engagement or uh, equipping people. Now, it should be noted that there's going to be an entire ebook coming out for sale, otherwise solely dedicated to this topic of how do you transition to a corporate a church strategy. So look for that, too. Definitely. And Jeremy, so yeah, exactly, Jeremy. Um, boy, you just you just stole all of my thunder. <laughs> it's, okay. it's all about the transition. It's, it's clearly, and you need to work on it. Um, that was painful. <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, Jeremy, uh, you, you, you have some heavy duty experience really down in the trenches experience with corporate social media, which is essentially doing social media for nonprofits, churches, organizations, essentially someone bigger than the self or the brand, but an organization. And you not only have an ebook that's going to be being released with church Mac press, we are excited about that as well. One of the many products that we have in the pipeline with church mag press um but you contributed to this ebook as well tell us a little bit about your contribution to the social media handbook for churches yeah i think one of the big things that i love to at least help churches out on all this stuff is the idea that um you need to be aware phil you kind of talked about it but the idea of what could happen if you do it wrong. Um, and so 
we can talk all about the strategy and when the best time to post is and here's some tools you can use and that's all fine and good but i think one of the big things about the setup and the initial approach to everything is how do you prevent yourself from getting caught with um and and i'm going to say this and it's going to be a joke and it's going to be serious at the same time getting caught with your pants down and then my illustration of snapchat becomes very relevant because in the last 60 days, there's been three youth pastors that have gone to jail or been prosecuted because they did something inappropriate on social media. Th- things that are clearly inappropriate to do on social media, but there is still a gray area in social media that needs to be you know, outlined and recognized uh, when it comes to social media, because there's there's been a lot of pastors and church leaders that have had to delete tweets and and you know uh, go on hiatus and, and these kind of things because of that. And not even just gray area in the sense of... Of should I be posting this or not? But the idea that you're representing a church in what you do. And so what happens whenever you jump accidentally jump on your church's social media account and start talking about beer and alcohol, which in and of itself, not a bad thing. Or what happens when you're, when one of your volunteers starts posting all the pictures from college parties that they've gone to where they're wearing that toga. That's obviously a little too skimpy. What do you do about a situation like that? And how do you, how do you prevent your volunteers from getting in trouble, your students from being put in bad situations. There's so much you could be discussing. Excommunication, excommunication and burning at the stake are out, right? Those aren't options anymore. <laughs> not in Southern Illinois. Uh, not always, Casey. Not always. Just ask the lead singer of Jars of Clay when you're putting out yeah. curious questions and discussion and dialogue. What can happen on social media when you're not, you know, if you're not thinking those things through and having a, a filter for social media? Because social media can feel very personal, very one-on-one, but it's not. Like no, what it's not. What, when you talk about the topic of um, homosexuality within your church you have a very strongly crafted message everybody gets to hear every single word you say you have a captive audience because unless they get up and leave because they don't agree with your message they're going to be staying around for everything you have to say and so you can hit some really tough questions and you can take make some really bold statements but then rectify what that means within scripture and within your own life and within your own story and people are moved because of everything and then you go and post one of your great quotes on social media because it was just so powerful and it comes off completely wrong because there's no context there or someone else has a completely different background or I just came out of the closet and had a terrible experience. And so I'm going to throw everything I have at you because I hate you because of what happened to me right. in a completely different area. And I think that sometimes uh, ministers forget that in their church, they may have a spectrum of opinions, but it's a pretty limited spectrum. Like it might, it might be uh, to, to imagine a, uh, um, a, a, you know, a meter a meter long cord and you might have people you know there might be a meter apart on the spectrum but it's only a meter long but you go on twitter and you share something you might be getting a spectrum it's a mile long right and so you've got people mm-hmm. who are who are on the same end of the spectrum as people in your church just way past that and you're not prepared for it because you've been sharing it in your church which is has a, spect- a spectrum, but it's a bubbled spectrum. Okay, so these are these are some of the issues that are tackled in this in this handbook, Casey. As far as who we're targeting, to get back to Jeremy's original question before uh, anyone began to actually write for this thing as a collaborative effort, who the audience was for, who exactly is this 
ebook directed towards? Who should be who should be buying this ebook? Who should be using this ebook? That's a great question. I would say uh, this ebook is for anyone who is involved in ministry, whether that be with the church or another ministry organization. But mostly with churches, you know, this is going to be your pastor, your social media director, uh, any social media volunteers, really anyone on staff uh, who is recognizes that value of social media and wants to understand how to sorry jeremy to borrow the phrase to level up um <laughs> you know he's gonna start charging every right. time that you use that yeah. so i really appreciate if you'd, you'd stop that Jesse. <laughs> my goodness so b- basically anybody who has login details right. for a social media account that is used by a church yep. essentially is who should who should be using this email. exactly campus pastors associate pastors um you know lead pastors definitely uh and then um you know leadership within within the staff you know if you're whether you're you know, uh, a, a assistant or a dedicated social media representative, uh, like I am for my church. Uh, I know that this resource would have been gold for me when I started, uh, this last summer as the social media director for our church, because, you know, uh, I was making that transition from, Hey, I use social media on this personal level so much, and I have exposure and I've done research and all of that. But when you are, representing an organization especially a faith organization on social media um you're you're playing for keeps you know you're you're playing in the big leagues now all right so church mag press we've officially launched it this is one of the ebooks that is available right now for pre-order um depending on when you're listening to this podcast it may be available for order what kind of dates are we looking on on that for people to get this in their hands casey or i guess their laptop or smartphone or whatever device they're reading it on. Right. So it'll still be in their hands or, or on their lap or, or desk or can, in their eyes, in their, in their eyeballs. Uh, that'll be pre-order on Tuesday, June 10th. Uh, and then the books will actually launch and release on June 24th. Uh, and want to make a note that for pre-orders, we're offering some really sweet bonuses, uh, for the social media ebook and also the, the, the other title that we're releasing as well. Da 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 da. All right, check it out uh, on Church Mag. We we probably have a blog post on it, um, but it's probably easier just to go directly to churchmagpress.com. Check it out. All right, guys. Anything else you want to add before we go? I'm really excited for the book to launch. I think it'll be really helpful for people. Uh, you know, it's designed to be a really good resource. Uh, you'll, you know, if you buy the book, you'll be getting it in all three formats. So you'll be able to, you know, PDF, Mobi, and EPUB. So you'll be able to read it on any computer or a Kindle device or uh, Apple as well. Um, and yeah, we'd love to love to have you go to, over to Church Mag Press. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, Casey, we get it. We love the book. You want people to buy it. We get that. I want to know, guys, how was how, how was it working on this as a team together? I mean, you're talking about a lot of people on one ebook. I mean, it's not like everybody I imagined that when with this being a collaborative project that everyone would go their separate ways work on something and then it would be compiled so like each chapter would really stand on its own but watching a lot of the crosstalk that is not how this ebook came about this was a lot more dynamic than everyone going off in their corner and writing their pieces well i mean i think to some extent it it started off that way but i think the outline once we got the outline uh firmed up it was pretty easy to see how things would transition from one thing to another um once they're broken down into their various segments. So like it was easier for me to write about uh, 
theoretical stuff and strategy because I knew that later chapters they would be getting into, okay, now that you've figured out what your whys, you can go into your hows. And so I think that was very helpful. Especially with when you write a book as a collaboration, it's not easy to always have a conversation. But at the same time, the fact of the matter is, is that we all have our own experiences. And so if we're drawing from those strengths, I think that that's probably the most important thing. And so we are trying to make a resource for you guys to be able to best use this. And we asked this question before of who should be using this. And I know that there's a, probably a lot of people out there. Neil Smith, you have been doing social media for the longest time. You wrote your own social media ebook. Does Neil Smith need this ebook? Probably not. I think he has a good grasp on it. But would his volunteers or the person that takes over for his position when he leaves need this ebook? Absolutely. So I think that we're drawing from our own experiences because we all have done social media a little bit differently and our church context is a little bit differently. I think that if Casey had decided I'm going to write this ebook or I personally have decided I'm going to write this ebook, it's not going to work really well because I've never been part of a mega church social media campaign. I've never been part of an online campus campaign where you guys have been able to fill some of those gaps in to say, I have this experience. I've seen this work or fail in a different context. And, it, and it's really a complete picture of what it means to do social media for a church in a lot of different environments. No, I think that's that's great, Jeremy. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's one of the benefits of the collaborative effort is we're each bringing our own expertise and experience to the table from you know what we've gone through as far as using social media personally and then also associated with an organization. Um, and so you know, people who are coming to the book from wherever they are, they're going to get value, you know, uh, and be able to translate that to leveling up, you know, their social media presence uh, for the for the church. Um, it's, it's like that mosquito bite that you just have to scratch every single time. I just couldn't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, for, for me, it's been uh, a little bit of a challenge to um, – Again, be building the roller coaster as we're riding it. Uh, but everyone, you know, all the authors were really patient and have done a good job of writing really quality content. And and I'm excited for the unique voice that we're each bringing to the table, um, not just from our experiences, but but our own writing style, our own writing voice. You know, each. I don't think there's you know maybe more than one or two spots where you know uh, a section uh, section B and section C are written by the same person, uh, like. Uh, an author doesn't occur twice in a row, I don't think. And so there's going to be, you know, a an overall consistent voice as far as the subject matter we're talking about. But um, to get that unique style from each person, and I think we'll make, uh, it's going to make the book very, very fresh uh, and enjoyable for people to read. So basically what, basically what you're saying is if the ebook is terrible, it's because the editor didn't do a good job. Is that what you're saying? Because everything we wrote is gold. Sure. That's yeah, why. that's right. Sure. That's my, it's all my fault. Okay, got it. Do we want to tease any future projects? Uh, two things. So when we're coming out with the social media uh, handbook for churches, we're also uh, releasing a graphic novel kind of uh, piece of work. Uh, Wes Mulbash of Insert Image, and if you go to westdraws.com, uh, he's an amazing cartoonist and uh, a pastor uh, at a church. Um, he wrote the Insert Image comic over the course of two and a half years. He's shutting it down, but we have acquired it, and we're actually going to release it as a standalone digital product because the hilarity and poignant questions uh, 
need to be preserved for all time. So that's going to be available. He's actually providing original artwork to give away to a few people who pre-order the book. So you can check that out. Um, we also have a video course that we'll be releasing for training uh, audiovisual volunteers. So uh, people who are going to be running the sound booth and stuff, how to do that well and really in-depth video training course on that. Um, somebody uh, floated out an idea, <clears throat> Phil, um, of writing a, a Doctor Who devotional for this Christmas. So we're excited to, to see that come come to reality. I think, I think it was actually the, our, our Supreme Commander Eric Dye's idea. He, 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 he threw it at me. Right. Easy space, cowboy. Well, it only makes sense that the that Doctor Who's companion would indeed do such a thing. I mean, it only made sense. Hey, as you as you teach that geography course, are you is are you going to get to use the TARDIS for that? You know, I <laughs> I was working on my logo for my class website and uh, and which I should probably write about this. It was a very humbling experience because I, I, I abandoned WordPress to use the system my school purchased for website design. And it supposedly used CSS, but I couldn't get the CSS to do anything. It was so so infuriating. And I was working on my logo, and I was literally seconds away from hiding a tiny tar- TARDIS in my logo, but it just didn't didn't work. Oh, that would have been awesome. The real question is, can you get Karen, Karen Gillan on this for mm, quotes and bit photos, stuff like that? I, I don't know. You should you should make that happen. Uh, yeah, with all my all my all my all my vast BBC contacts. Don't lie, Phil. We know you have them. <laughs> I did go to Doctor Who panel at Comic Con uh, back in uh, April, and uh, I, I, there's a Doctor Who fan club in St. Louis, which is like 40 minutes from where I live. They've been going going on since 1983, which was when I was born. So it's than not about as long as I have. It's just it's crazy. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a good panel, but uh, I realized in that moment I am dipping my toe in waters that are far deeper than I could possibly imagine. <laughs> there are people far weirder than I ever want to have to deal with who are in this fandom with me. <laughs> that is amazing. Like I'm walking in with my wife, and it's a guy walking in with a tweed coat, a bow tie. Like he looks like you're like you'd assume a professor would look like, but he's not. He's not dressing like the doctor. He's just dressing in the style of the doctor, and I, behind him, I'm like, he's a Doctor Who fan. Just, just guessing. He was on the panel. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I guess we can sense each other, like Time Lords. We, I can sense another Doctor Who fan. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you know, Matt Smith does read Church Mag, so there's that. The Church Mag podcast is proudly hosted on Buzzsprout.com. 